Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Shanna Moore is about to come on and rock your world, teaching you and empowering you to live a life that leaves your legacy in the world. And we're going to be diving into all sorts of greatness, so make sure you stay tuned. Before that, on top of, I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. How do I know? Because you're tuned in right here, right now. So thanks for showing up and keep showing up. Stay plugged into the sources of inspiration, encouragement, empowerment, and becoming your greatest possible self. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week is by David Shahadeh, who says, Chris is fantastic. The first time I listened to Chris, I knew he is the real deal. He will inspire you to move up higher in the ladder of life wherever you are, as long as you have the desire to learn. Thank you, Chris, for the great work. David, thank you so much for that review. And for you out there listening, if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, how we can improve the show for you so we can keep growing together into our greatest possible self. Make it our best year ever, our best life ever, and keep growing and going. I'm going to introduce Shannon in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be some gold for you to grow into your GPS and make sure you stay all the way through till the end because one idea has the power to change the world, and your world. Shanna Moore began her journey into entrepreneurship 14 years ago after circumstances left her as a single mother to a young daughter. She wanted to provide her children with better opportunities than she experienced growing up, and she knew this wasn't possible, only working for someone else. Eight years ago, she met a business mentor who completely changed her perspective about business success and what is necessary to achieve it. Now Shanna works with other determined individuals who desire to create the life most people only think is possible in their dreams. And that's why we have Shanna on here today to share with us, to empower us to live the life of our dreams. Shanna, you ready to rock it? I am. How are you, Chris? I am loving it. It is it is GPS day, hashtag GPS day. It's official. I'm currently in process of getting that submitted to the, to the United States so we can have official GPS day. No, I'm just kidding. No. But nice. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So um, we're having a lot of fun today talking about authoring your legacy, Shanna. Let's dive in. What does that mean for you? I truly believe that we are the only ones who are responsible for the actions that we take on a daily basis to be able to achieve anything that we want in life. There is, you know, our higher power, God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, that can guide us. That's where we get that intuition, those little inklings where you, you know, you get the passion or the excitement when you uh, come in contact with certain things so that kind of like you know as your little guide that you're on the right journey yeah. and for a lot of people that takes a long time to figure out and so it's really exciting to be able I know you feel like because you work with people as a coach to be able to help 
like give them that idea or, or help them come to those realizations of where they should go next. Yeah. Yeah. Clarity. It's clarity. It's like when you hear someone's soul, what's important to them and you're just there reflecting back their greatness and saying, okay, let's do it together. Let's figure it out. Let's put strategies, vehicles, things in place, mindset shifts, paradigm shifts so that they can be doing, have whatever they want their dream. It's so fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. So for everyone who's just connecting with you, I mentioned it a little bit in your intro, but why don't you share a little bit more about the work that you're doing today, Shanna? Yeah. So I've spent the last seven or eight years really getting clarity for myself. And that has come with working with my business mentor, hiring coaches, going to seminars, reading books, all that great stuff that we do. Mm -hmm. And it's about paying it forward now. It's about sharing the resources that have worked for me and countless others for the people that are just getting started that have maybe never been on this kind of journey. Mm. You know, they're feeling a little dissatisfied. You know, they're one of those people that maybe hates their Mondays. And I don't think you should hate any part of your life. This mm. life was given to us to be spectacular and amazing. And as long as we keep the right mindset and, you know, get into the positive habits to create those things. Some people weren't taught this. I wasn't taught any of the business, personal growth, development, even, you know, responsibility. Like, you know, if you do something wrong, you're going to get in trouble, but not really how to do something right in the first place. Right. And so when you're only looking at the negative consequences, you're still at that wrong vibration, that wrong mm. frequency that's not going to be as constructive as where you can go once you actually tune in and dial it down. That's, this is powerful. I love it. I think that's, that's so important. Like seriously, the way you're saying it, articulating it is, is great because it's, it's that wrong vibration and like energy, shame, guilt that is put onto a lot of kids growing up. And like, that's what they are programmed to experience. And then also to re distribute, so to speak, into their life, into the people around them. And like, that's, that's all they know. So that's what, what they're going to do, or at least mostly what they know. And oftentimes we're not taught these, these fundamentals of mindset of understanding paradigm shifts and things like that. So I think it's rad. Um, I want to go back into your journey, Shanna, and talk about how did you get this perspective of, of like knowing I want to, I want to make an impact on more people's lives. I want to, I want to give it back. I want to, I want to give back to my community. I want to be a contribution. I want to receive even more, build my legacy. Where does that really begin for you? So I, I feel like I've always been one of those helpers. Like uh, maybe codependent would be the negative, you know, title for it in the past. But I get joy out of helping other people, either connecting them to resources that they need or by giving them a different perspective. A lot of times what's the first answer for me when I give someone an idea is something that I've always hear. Wow, I would have never thought of that. It's like a very creative out of the box way of thinking that for me is my normal first response. Mm -hmm. So to be able to offer that to other people because it gets the wheels thinking. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and, mm -hmm. and with Robert Kiyosaki, he's talking about, you know, once you tell yourself you can't have or achieve or create whatever it is you're thinking about, your, your mind just stops because you said you can't do it now. But if you say, how can I achieve X, Y, Z, then it actually has to get that creative flow going for you. Yeah. 
just like that that problem solving muscle is also not taught to us because we're we're so often told no you can't do that da 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 versus our parents teaching us how to use that resourcefulness that creativity because I think we're we're taught to obey instructions versus to go out and pave our own path, be trailblazers, things like that. Well, and that's what the whole American school system formulates. You yeah. know, it's sit down, be still, do what you're told. Don't think outside the box. You know, one plus one only equals two. I tried to adopt a horse when I was seven years old. Yeah, I had. You know, the Humane Society came to my school with their little newsletter and brochure, and I called the number and left a message when I got home. And later that evening, an adult person returned the phone call. And my mom was very perplexed as to why some adult person was calling her seven-year-old on the phone. And I was so excited. I was like, mommy, mommy, they don't have the horse that I wanted, but they have this other horse and it's only $25, but we have to go get it right now. And unfortunately, my mom had to explain why our backyard was not big enough to help <laughs> this horse. But I had that, you know, go out and get it yourself sort of, we all, I think all children have that when you're born, you're like, I'm going to get it. I don't care who tells me what, and I'm going to scream and kick and cry until I get it. And, you know, that's our first form of communication. And, And after a while, if we aren't continuing to program ourselves and we just allow society and negativity to bombard us we're going to forget that or we're going to push it to the side or we're not going to think that it's helpful because we get discouraged. Mm. And really it's the most powerful thing that we have is our own desire. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so important is that it's like the internal compass, right? Our source that guides us. And whenever we disconnect from that, we're not happy. We're not fulfilled. We're not empowering or impactful to the people around us. And we certainly aren't leaving the legacy that we want, we want to leave. But a lot of us just don't even know how to verbalize that we're disconnected from our source. And we're just, we're frustrated, we're unhappy, and we know that there should be more, things should be different, but what what are we going to do about it, right? And a lot of people just are so powerless or conditioned to believe that they're powerless to do anything about it. So we're here to remind everyone who's tuning in, if, if that pattern of powerlessness is showing up in your life, talk to someone like Shanna who can help you get perspective on it who can help you like figure out solutions who can help be that that ally that that friend that business partner colleague ally whatever it might be to help you get to where you want to go it's so important to surround ourselves with people like that i know i hired my first coach like 7 years ago because i recognized i need someone who can give me perspective on my life and help me to get to where i want to go and as far as i'm concerned i'm i am the Single common denominator in all of my problems, challenges, setbacks, and hardships. So let's find someone who can help me to, to raise the bar, you know? Yeah. It might not always feel good, but mm-hmm. whenever we are presented with the truth, that's where we can really grow. Because if people are going to lie to you or sugarcoat it or be passive aggressive or not tell you what would be actually beneficial for you, mm-hmm. you're just being pacified. Mm-hmm. And so... People call it Shanna nice. They're like, oh, that was Shanna nice because I'm very direct and I'm very blunt Mm -hmm. and I say it all with love. Like I, and before I talk to anyone, I always ask for their permission. It's like, do you want my help? Do I have permission to be honest with you? Even if it doesn't feel good at the Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Because only in doing that, will you be able to grow? Mm -hmm. And my, my mentor does it to me all the time. 
we've had, you know, hang up on each other, block each other, texting, you know, whatever it is. And then we come back and be, and she knows she got through to me because as soon as she says something like within the next day or two, I start producing more action. Mm. I start getting into the solution and doing the things that are suggested. And that's where my growth comes from. And I'm the most determined person, probably, you know, most people have come in contact with. I refuse to get up, give up. You know, I'm, I'm a stubborn Aries. I'm very fiery and that's okay. (laughs) I love it. Um, Shanna, I want to, want to dive into the journey, especially over the last four years, because you and I just hit our recent four year friendship anniversary, (laughs) loving it, loving it. And uh, I want to hear over the last four years, how have you seen yourself grow and what, what do you think, what was responsible for that growth? What did you do? How did you show up? How did you choose that growth? What happened? Let's talk about some some moments and big lessons for you. Okay. So I uh, have been a licensed massage therapist in California for the last 12 years, since 2007. And I started uh, working with a chiropractor and a pain relief center. And I, I stayed there for about five years. And during the end of that time was when I met my business mentor and started my other company. Yeah. That's the water technology. And I incorporate that with my massage because you have to hydrate after you have your massage to get the toxins out. Yeah. And so I really, you know, had a lot of health benefit from it when I first started drinking it and transitioned over. And I, I passed that on to my clients and I have some amazing stories but I didn't start working with her and start that company because I thought I needed health benefits. Mm. The way she got my attention was when I was working and doing chair massage for my old employer. And, uh, you know, I said, Oh, this is great. I'll, I'll tell the boss about this. You know, maybe we can get this good water in for our, our patients and clients there. And Mm -hmm. he said, you know, if you learn about it first and like it and share it with them, then you can benefit financially. Now I had been there for four years, I think at the time, mm-hmm. hadn't had a raise in over a year. Like they, they were really great people. You know, they gave me a lot of raises the first couple of years and I think they kind of capped me out too soon, mm. <laughs> but it was all learning and growing experiences. But I was also traveling over 60 miles a day, had to have my daughter in an after school program. So wasn't really getting all the quality time with her that I, I would like. Yep. And I didn't see myself getting any more opportunities there. Like I said, I kind of reached that ceiling. And so it caught my attention because I really knew as an entrepreneur, just from doing some, you know, side massages and clients, I used to budget off my paycheck and then use my private clients for fun things like, Oh, we want to go to Disneyland. So let's go do three massages and that'll pay for the tickets or whatever the conversion was back then. And so I knew that the only thing I can control is myself and my actions. I can't control if you give me a raise. I can't control if, you know, you want to rebook and get another massage with me. So all I can do is how many people I talk to, what, what action steps do I take today? And so by learning about another opportunity, it only expanded my reach and my, and my growth. Mm -hmm. And then by continuing on that path and reading the books and going to the seminars. And I met you at a seminar. You gave an awesome hug. You had great energy. And that's what attracted me to continue, you know, conversation. Whereas some of those people, you want to like do the high five and never touch them again. (laughs) (laughs) And so 
I like to, at the beginning, I kind of like to be behind the scenes. I like to find out what other people want and give them their ideas, but maybe not, you know, let anyone know, kind of do it anonymously, you know, do your good deed for the day in secret. And, and now I, you know, I hid behind my, my mentor for a while. It's like, you be the leader. I'll just, you know, bring people to introduce them to you. You know what you're doing. You know what to say. I don't know what, like, I would have never done a Facebook live interview seven or eight years ago. Are you kidding me? I still get a little nervous. I was like, do my breathing, centering myself. I'm like, okay, I got this. (laughs) And I didn't even tell you, but one of my goals this year was actually to do some more of these because I'm, I'm going to create like a, basically a database yes. so that people can get to know me on yep. a deeper level. Boom. Because if they just see words, you know, as a Facebook post or maybe an occasional picture or, or a, a teeny tiny Facebook live that I do for five minutes yeah. because you challenged me to, <laughs> that doesn't really get them to know who I am and why I'm motivated to help them. Yeah. I don't want to ever know that I could have helped someone and mm. I didn't. I've had too much loss in my life to be responsible for continuing down that pattern. Yeah. yeah. And and I hear I hear like what a tragedy it is to have the ability, to have the skills, the knowledge, the compassion, the 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 ability, right? It's like you have the this this sovereignty to go serve people and share those gifts and what a tragedy it would be to simply not do it because of whatever reason excuses playing small uh, a fear right fear of of getting rejected rejected or fear of what other people think um and we're all going through it i'm still growing through it yeah. and like what a shame it would be to not go serve that person and have their life be different and we know the the worst case scenario of that lack of action that la- lack of inserting ourselves that lack of standing up for our value that lack of educating someone of how we can support them the worst case scenario is they continue to struggle they continue to suffer and some people after suffering and struggling for so long they just give up you know like why why even keep going a lot of people think right and and of course in that rock bottom moment in that difficulty in that pain on the other side of that is so much power is so much value is so much ability to serve others is so much strength um but i i love what you're saying and i also want to acknowledge you shanna i think that the marketing mindset that you are speaking of right now in terms of educating people about what you do and how you do it and how you can support them uh it's brilliant it's like nurturing you like a lot of people think it's just i have a call with someone once and then they are they're sold right and that does happen it's it's possible and a lot of people are great at that um and i think more often the people especially in the beginning of entrepreneurship and on their journey it takes effort it takes touches continuously over time to build the rapport to build the buying temperature to build the trust with people and i think one of the smartest things that we can do is build a database build an arsenal build a sequence a orchestration so to speak of when someone meets me here's where they're at here's where their trust is at here's where their uh, knowledge of me and what i do why i do it the products the services the things that i offer that's where they start with so how do i increase their awareness over time so that in a week, three weeks, five weeks, five months, whatever the time frame might be, that they're like, man, Shanna, I love you. I just want to, I want to get to know you more. I want, I want to be involved with what you're doing. I've like been watching your stuff every time you send it. I'm so grateful that you've, you've showed me who you are and what you're up to and how I can be involved. 
let's get started, right? Like that's what everyone wants. And especially the raving fans, the people who are like, man, Shannon, I don't care what you're doing, but whatever it is, like I want to I wanna be a part of it. I will drive 200 miles to come to one of your events. I will you know, sign up for your highest ticket package to, to be able to grow with you, to be on the same team that you are, you are because you're such an amazing leader. That's what we're all creating. And I, I hear, Shanna, the seeds of that really blossoming and, and showing up in this conversation. So I, I, I really acknowledge you. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <sighs> let it let, land. Let it, let, it, let it land. Let it receive it, own it, right? So beautiful. Um, okay, cool. So entrepreneurship. Let's talk about like when other people are thinking about entrepreneurship, like you mentioned that you weren't even necessarily looking for that. It's just you wanted to serve your office and help them get water because like, hey, why not? People are are dehydrated after massage. Um, For people out there who are not necessarily seeking entrepreneurship, how do you approach them to help them start to open up their, their paradigm and help them start to see opportunities that once weren't there because I I have a lot of people in my audience who are authors, speakers, coaches, entrepreneurs who are already doing the dang thing. But I know that there's people in the audience who want to know how to communicate with people who aren't necessarily like that. And also for you, uh, it's I know in your circle, there aren't necessarily all going to be like authors and speakers and entrepreneurial mindsets. So tell us how you do, how do you approach those types of people, Shanna? So one of the things I've worked on in the last couple of years is becoming a better listener and asking better questions. Mm. So the standard, you know, how are you? How's your family? You know, even when we were kids, what's your favorite color? What, you know, what do you do for fun? You can get to know a little bit about someone that way. But when you ask deeper, more meaningful questions and actually listen for the response, people are going to tell you what they want, what what you need to know about them. Mm. So what happens is when they answer, and I've worked on getting more intuitive and, you know, I pray before I talk to people or, you know, if I can, yep. I, get, I get goosebumps when I'm speaking truth and I know I'm on the right path when I'm sharing information with people. So I just listen for the cues that my body gives me. And because I know so many people and I've spent some time networking and, and, and I like to be that connector, that kind of in between, even if it's not something that I can personally help with, chances are. I know someone and I can refer you or I can at least guide you on the right path. Or like I said, I give you that, that first little, Hey, have you ever thought of doing it this way? My friend, perfect example. She had some chicken that was going to go bad in like, you know, she didn't cook it today, Mm -hmm. but she needed to go visit her mother in the hospital Mm -hmm. and was like stressing that she was going to have to go cook this chicken right now. I said, put it in the crock pot. Mm -hmm. Like, just was the first thing out of my mouth. And she's like, Oh my God, that's great. Thank you so much. Like it just changed her entire day because now she didn't have to cook her chicken. (laughs) Like I said, it's so simple, but she was stressed and overwhelmed. And that was not how her mind was going at the Mm -hmm. moment. It was worried about something else. And Mm -hmm. whenever I can just relieve that little bit of stress for someone else, like I'm, my love language is, you know, like acts of service, like, please wash my dishes for me. Do something to let me know that you listened to me. Like if my kids want to really piss me off, don't walk the dog all day when I've been gone for like eight hours. <laughs> like, oh, he was sleeping. I don't care. Take him out. He needs to be after eight hours. Yep. You know, 
<laughs> but he is a little pain. He, he, he responds most to me. I'm the pack leader and that's okay. But, you know, just to, to have that little bit of relief that I don't have this other thing on my list to go and do. I have a prior massage client and she owns her own business and she homeschools her kids and she, you know, delegated the laundry to someone else. She hires mm-hmm. someone to do her laundry because her time is more valuable in her business and with her children. Yep. And just, you know, some people don't even know you can hire someone to do your laundry for you. And speaking of the legacy part, my youngest daughter is not a big fan of her laundry. And there was a time a couple weeks ago where for about, you know, two or three days, I was asking her to please empty the basket of laundry. And then she still didn't do it. So my oldest comes to me and, you know, wants to go to a movie or get a coffee or something with some friends. And so I was like, okay, you put away your sister's laundry and she will pay you for your services. So when my, my youngest, my youngest came home from school that day, I said, you owe your sister $5. What? Why do I owe her $5? Well, she put away your laundry for you. Well, I didn't ask her to put away your laundry, my laundry for me. And I said, no, but I asked you to put your laundry away for three days and you didn't do it. Mm. So now you have to pay her for her services for doing your job for you. Boom. <laughs> I don't think my parents ever taught me something like that. Mm. So to get them to be more business minded and and aware of their surroundings and how to get things done, like you don't, you know, your strong suit's not laundry. Cool. Get someone else to do it for you. But their time is valuable too. And so you have to, you have to compensate them for their services. So that's, that's super valuable. I think meeting people where they're at with the traditional kind of nine to five mindset of clock in, clock out, I get paid for my time um, versus what I get done, right? And it's interesting. We, I feel like the employee mindset is I'm going to go do everything myself, right? I'm going to, I'm going to do the laundry myself. I'm going to wash my car myself. I'm going to, you know, do all these things to save money. But mostly it's like a scarcity mindset to like, I have to be in control of everything and I can't, I can't afford to pay this other thing. I think it's oftentimes because they're not looking at how do I delegate that which is a lower value task so it can free me up to do more of a higher value task of a different stream of income. Maybe it's nine to five you know, additional hours that they can get paid or maybe it's a, a different stream of income. I think that's one of the biggest shifts um, that, uh, that is oftentimes it's hardwired into us as, as kids growing up. The biggest shifts that we can make that when we start to practice it more and give away those different tasks. Uh, it really activates that entrepreneurial mindset. And even as adults, some people would be like, oh, I'm too old to start something now, or it's too late mm. for me. And that's not true either. Yeah. The, you know, there's certain lies that people are programmed with to honestly keep them under a certain success, happiness, you know, if we become too powerful, then it the people who are mostly in power mm. tend to worry about that. And there is a lot of imbalances in power that still go on these, you know, today, mm. even in our country, in other countries, even more so where they don't have the same opportunity to resources. Mm. That was one thing that another thing that's so great about the company that I'm working with is because. We have gone into third world countries where they average maybe 500 US US dollars a month Mm. and they can completely change and transform their income 
because they care about other people and they're sensitive to that need that they don't have, you know, maybe the welfare or the unemployment or the disability or the credit cards or the debt or all these things that, you know, we have over here. Mm -hmm. They actually know the value of working hard and getting their tasks done, but they, they see that vision for their future where you work hard now and then it switches again. The balance changes and then you don't have to work as hard because you built that foundation and it's solid. Mm. And you may take the next, you know, two, three, five, ten years to really get that foundation in place, but that's gonna be more sustainable and more successful than the 40-40-40 plan. <laughs> mm. And for everyone who doesn't know, what's the 40-40-40 plan? You work like 40 years of your life, uh, you know, with the hope of retiring for like 40% of your income. It's very sad. I got, I got that, you know, and most of the time I've been self-employed, so I don't have a lot like put into the government, you know, as far as tax systems and, you know, social security. But I got, a, I remember a couple years ago when I first started this business and I got my social security, you know, if you were to retire today, this is what we would pay you. And it was like 600 bucks. Like what the heck, where am I going to live anywhere in America for 600 bucks? And that's, you know, that was it. Like if I had nothing else coming from anywhere, no. I was like, this is, and I think that was like one of the real like aha light bulb moments was like, you really don't have anything coming to you. Mm. And, you know, chances are people our age, a little bit younger, social security may or may not be around by the time yeah. we retire anyhow. Yeah. So to, to keep that balance, you know, to work on the imbalances that are in place, it's really up to me. They say, you know, if it's meant to be, it's up to me kind of yeah. thing. And there's a bunch of great sayings and they can, you know, affirmations and things that can keep you motivated. But if you, if you don't look at them with that, you know, little face, like some people do, like, oh, that's just another thing those people say, you know, mm -hmm. if you really like listen to the words to it, it's like there, there's some truth to that. Yeah. And to teach my kids, because they are my legacy, you know, tying back in. They need to learn how to be responsible for their actions and their consequences, positive and negative. So I would be failing as a mother to not instill these good things into them, to let them know, you know, you can listen to meditations before you go to bed to work on your subconscious, or oh. you can take the deep breath or go do the yoga pose to mm -hmm. recenter and ground yourself. We can go to the beach and play in the water and, you know, get rid of that negative energy. My daughter had a horrible day the other day and she didn't do what the responsibilities that needed to get done. So she didn't get the reward of spending the time with me in a positive way that she wanted to. Hmm. And after the fit and the crying and the hysteria, you know, she's in bed finally going to relax. And if I get up really early tomorrow, mommy, can I paint your nails? That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to paint her nails. I was like, yeah. If you get up and you get ready for school and everything is done and we have the time, then you can do that. And she got like, she never gets up on the first time, you know, but mm -hmm. she, this was what was motivating to her. And so you have to find what motivates yourself. Yep. If you're working with others, you have to find what's motivating for them. And I usually ask people, it's like, what do you want to achieve? Like either, you know, a goal or a, an income amount per week, per month, what, you know, what, what do you really want your life to look like? Mm -hmm. And as soon as they can say, instead of saying, I don't want X, Y, and Z, as soon as they can say what they do want, mm -hmm. then those things can start to manifest for them. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. It's like the, the, I can't switching. I can't to how can I, I also think that, like you said, a lot of people say, well, I don't want this and I don't want that. And I hate when this happens and gosh, doesn't that suck? It's like, okay, where's all your focus and energy going? It's going towards the things that you don't want. Your brain doesn't understand. No, your brain doesn't understand not. Your brain doesn't understand these, these things and whatever we put our, our focus and attention on, we'll attract it even more of it into our lives. My biggest pet peeve besides the take care at the end of a text or something when someone is like, I don't know, it's, it's, um, <laughs> that, that one gets me, but it's, well, I just lost it. Oh, it flew away. Hold on. It'll come back. I hate when that happens. That's, you know, why mm. does this always happen to me? Mm. Cause you keep saying, why is this happening to me? That's why it's happening to you. Mm. That's all that that can accomplish is that to yeah. repeat itself. Mm. And I occasionally still slip up. You know, I had some major changes uh, within the last six months as far as my environment and people in my space and my daily routines. And I got out of some of my positive habits and I started spiraling down and it took a little while, but I was able to use the resources and tools that I have and that I teach others. Mm-hmm. to kind of get back to where I need to be and be more focused now and, and more driven. And some of the days when I was really, you know, having a bad day, the only thing that kept me going was that I had a client scheduled tomorrow. Yep. I have to go be there for so-and-so because they're yeah. on my schedule. I had, I had that call scheduled. I don't want to let that person down. Mm. And, and, you know, that's not always the best place to come from, but it got me to suit up and show up and keep going. And yeah. a lot of the times the people that I was, communicating with or counseling or, you know, sharing with what I say to you or to them is something I need to hear myself. And by saying it, I get to hear it and then I can apply it again and just get it more on the deeper layer. Yeah. Jessica Dugas, who was just on before you, she's talking about in relationships, how they're mirrors for us. Right. And I think that's, that's such a powerful concept of like when we need something, someone is going to show up in a way that that highlights either something that we're doing or not doing so that we can be more effective at being our greatest possible selves right like what what is what am i not doing what am i not executing on how am i not showing up as my best and it's like when we have that person around us who can remind us and we can also show up for them to say hey how can i serve you how can i support you we attracted that person too we attracted that that challenge that they're facing that we're there to help them with. And most likely, it's something that we get to go even deeper into ourselves because there's a lesson, there's a reminder, there's something there for us to, a gift for us to pay attention to at that point, at that season in life. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it, Shannon. <laughs> Let's talk about your... Uh, why? And, and we may have already covered it, but in your own words, what is it that really drives you? My biggest why is my children. And to not only get them to have an awesome childhood, but even for me to you know nurture that inner child that I have and get to give her some of the things that, and experiences that maybe she didn't mm-hmm. get to do. A big one is to travel. We haven't gotten to do that quite as often as we will in the next couple of years, you know, but we've taken some road trips. I was able to take my oldest on a a cruise when she was seven. That was my five-year goal back then. 
it it had a little bit of rain, but you know, you're already wet. You're already in the pool. It's all good. That's right. And so to make sure that I leave things better than when I found them, Mm. that's part of that helping or, you know, not knowing I could have helped someone and not helping them. It's like the future generations, whether you have kids or not, you can still mentor younger people or you can, you know, start uh, going green and preserving the planet or, you know, whatever it is, there's different ways for us to get involved with leaving that legacy. Yeah. And it requires us to not be selfish. Mm-hmm. We have to actually think about other people. But that's where our reward comes from. You know, nothing is permanent and nothing is forever except the way you make people feel and the legacy you leave behind. Yep. Like, I, you know, I'm building up people and situations more than I'm building up financial resources. Mm money can come as a result of the good works that I'm doing, but that's not exactly, if you put the cart before the the horse thing, those are the people that they may have a lot of financial success, but their relationships are all out of whack. You know, their kids don't talk to them. They're the ones sitting in the nursing homes all alone or, you know, Mm. what those places are sad. If you ever go to one of those, I did some massage at one yesterday and they were doing karaoke. They were having a great time. It was actually one of the better ones, but you know, where is your family? And then I know they can't sit there all day, every day and visit with people, but some of those people have no visitors and no phone calls yeah. and no connection with any of the outside world anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a deep conversation, Chris. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, to, to make that impact and serve people with our gifts and to prioritize being there with our family and loving our kids, our family, whoever are the close ones to us, then also giving others that gift to be with their loved ones too. You know, like I think that, that we want to give people their power back, their freedom to share their message, to make an impact, to do what they want when they want, whether it's going on road trips or just relaxing and spending time with loved ones. It's like that power, that freedom. And, and uh, I think that's, that's huge. Well, and time is our most valuable resource and it's the one we can never get back. So it's basically the most precious. And when you have that, you know, employee, I'm going to do it all myself and I don't need anybody's help. You still only have your 24 hours in your day. Mm. But when you can learn that, you know, somebody else has something else that's their strong suit. So they're more effective at it. Or this person Mm. can do that for you and actually build that team and that community and, have, you know, referral partners or collaborations or different projects and things where, you know, you work symbiotically with someone else, then you're able to achieve 10 times, a hundred times, a thousand times more because it's not just you. And so when you are aware and you have that clarity for your purpose and what your mission and your vision is, you do a start to attract those other people around that want to go on that journey with you and partner with you. And they are, everybody's not worried about their own success. It, mm. it creates that flow of expansion and where, you know, there's different systems and tools and techniques that people have learned that I still don't know. I don't know everything, but I, but I know people that know people. And so, you know, we're working this year, we're actually creating a more streamlined system for people that want to work with me, you know, and my mentor where we're going to, you know, have just a really short inspirational call 
to kind of like touch base on what the actual lifestyle business is. You know, Mm -hmm. she was, uh, she had a home-based business for 40 years and got to raise her kids and homeschool them and travel. And that was what attracted me to work with her is because that's the life I want to provide to my kids. I will probably never homeschool them, but I do know that what I teach them is more beneficial than what they learn at school. But, you know, and then, you know, it's not a funnel. It's it's not like a, you know, oh, sign here, click here. Do, you know, it's about being more personal, like mm. getting people to know us and why we do what we do and how this all came about. The owner of our company has actually, he's forethought into legacy because when we're building our business, when I pass away, I can leave that to my daughter or mm. both of them. I don't know if they'll split it or whatever, but you know, like he... You know, he has that where he has his son now coming to some of our events and he's teaching him what to do. And his wife is always there. And it's just the sweetest thing to actually see people who have the ability to impact others and they just do it with so much love and compassion. Mm. Mm. I love it. And with with someone who is wanting to figure out their their motivation, what they want, how do you guide someone through that to discover that you're connected with your why how does someone find their own right so journaling is great just sit empty your mind onto the paper i had an assignment one time to journal you know consecutively for 30 minutes and i you know at the time was a little resistant and i just decided if i started writing with my non-dominant hand it would use up more of the time Mm. So I've actually done that, but you do, you activate the other side of your brain, you do different things, but just getting into that gratitude and, and paying attention to your feelings, you know, your gut feeling, your intuition. If you, if you pray, you know, if you meditate, all of those things are going to bring you closer to getting that clarity and you'll know, you know what you like and what you dislike, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, even the baby knows when they're going to spit out the peas, you know? so. The more we can do the things that we enjoy and we like, even if it's just five more minutes a day or 10 more, you know, an hour a week, that self-care and love is so important because if we're empty, we can't feed into anyone else. We can't pour from an empty glass. So we have to be able to be open to receiving just as much as we are to giving. Yeah. And whatever makes you smile, like whatever, you know, you would do if you just had your ideal day and like nothing on your agenda, the, the, like usually the first three or five things that you think of your passion and purpose is somewhere in those. Mm. And then we just have to figure out how you can make money doing it. Because if you can make money doing what you love, you're never going to stop. Mm. Like I'm always going to massage even when I like retire because I love making people feel physically better. I'm always going to talk to people and share resources, even if I don't get paid for it, because that's just in my nature. That's, you know, if I can get paid for referrals, wow, that's even better. I was already telling you what, you know, movie to see and what grocery store to go to, you know? So I have a couple of different exercises, you know, like not really forms, but like questions, like I said, getting better at asking those questions and then listening for those answers. And if I can't with my own business and company, fulfill that need about placing them or, or handing them off or referring them or, you know, sharing a resource they can. 
There's so many free resources that you can start working on yourself. But, you know, it's good to have a mentor or a coach or, you know, someone else to be that mirror, you know, during those tough conversations where you, you're you not, they have an old saying, you can't see your own ears. Mm-hmm. I can't see everything about myself from this perspective. But if you can mirror for me, you can tell me in a loving, compassionate way. And I know that you have my best interest in heart. Then that that's how I'm going to really have that growth. So mm-hmm. I've surrounded myself with other people that are in the journey, you know, on the journey to becoming their greatest possible self. And so then I know they're not going to lead me in the wrong way. You know, you have to have that trust there. Yep, absolutely. Surrounding yourself with great people is is so important. And uh, I feel that when we are clear on what it is that we want, it's easy to attract those people. I think a lot of a lot of people might complain about their surroundings, their environment, the people around them, toxic people, etc. And it's like, well, once we know what we want and we put in boundaries in place that say, here's the amount of time that I'm willing to invest in this person because any more than that, it starts to become a not empowering relationship. Um, and then I'm only going to surround myself with people who are who are great, you know, or at least make a a significant effort to do that. I think that's when we can really start to see that transformation in our lives. And I know that there's people in the audience, Shanna, who are asking, um, you know, working with you, what does that, what does that look like? How do people take those next steps? You know, why, why would they want to work with you, Shanna? Well, one of the biggest areas of growth for myself was actually creating those boundaries because I never wanted to give up on anyone or like abandon Mm -hmm. them. But I did have to come to the point where I realize that I can't help everybody. I will always be here when they want my help and they know how to find me. They can call me, text me, email me, message me, whatever it is, and we'll get all that contact at the end. But to really, like you said, put a limit on the time I spend with the ones who don't have the same desire so that I can really change and work with those who do because it has a bigger impact. Like no one wants to go super slow. Like, well, some people, they have a different pace, but I don't want to go slow anymore. I don't want to play small anymore. This is 2020. It's clarity. It's vision. It's getting it done. I've got some massive goals. Like I need to move. I need to like retire people and like help build bigger houses and recontribute, you know, financially give back all kinds of things. So the reason that you would want to work with me is because I have the resources. I've spent all the time. I continue to spend the time developing myself. You, you never want to like go to the, the person that's, oh, I've already reached my you know potential. I, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm better than you. Um, you know, a lot of them could be condescending. Like we're never done growing until we die. Like there's obviously still a reason for us to be here and to keep expanding or else we wouldn't be here anymore. So to know that I truly want your happiness, mm. like it's not a selfish sales pitch, basically. Like, not every I'm not everybody's cup of tea. That's okay. You know, Grant Cardone says you got to have the haters. Mm. I'd prefer to not encounter as many haters, <laughs> but the people that love me, they really love me. They, you know. Like you said, I'm building that following and I didn't maybe have the confidence before Mm. to know that what I could offer was so valuable to people. Mm. But because I've chosen to surround myself with those on a better path and Mm -hmm. going to be their highest possible self too, Mm -hmm. they've been encouraging me along the way. Like, no, that really is valuable. Or like when you say that's gold or you're a rock star, like when you empower the people you talk to, like 
when you start to hear more of the encouragement over the discouragement, then you, you can, you know, you can adopt it a little more readily. Yeah. It's like you want those cheerleaders. You want those people in your tribe because it's so much more fun to have that community and to have people around you mm-hmm. than to just do everything by yourself. And I know there's the impasse. They want to take a little bit of alone time and clear their energies too. But it's, I don't know. I just love, I love people. I love meeting new people. I stopped networking for a while. And that was one of the things that kind of like wasn't so great for me because I thrive off of being in those environments and and meeting people and like asking, what do you do? What do you love? What, what books are you reading? You know, like, um, I don't know. I think I got off the topic a little bit though. It's perfect. It's perfect. I I think it's important to know, um, what makes you come alive, you know, that why your kids empowering them really like leaving that legacy for them. And also in the moment, how do you create joy? How do you create aliveness? And when you're in a networking event or a meeting or something like that, that's, that's going to bring joy to you to, to be curious, to be engaged, to, to attract those people. And also like with this upcoming year, knowing that you are putting the foundation in place to be able to do more fun things, to be able to provide a better life for your kids, to be able to travel more, to be able to um, have more freedom and things like that, do more of, of that which you love. Like that's so important that you're you're clear on that. And the people who are around you who want to grow, who want to become the best version of themselves, who want access to the resources, to the the thinking that you have, the problem solving, the connecting that you do, that's that's valuable. Yeah. Beautiful, Shannon. I love it. So let's tell people how they can stay connected with you and what do we want them to do next? Okay. So I'm on Facebook with uh, my name is Shanna Lee Moore, L-E-E. Instagram, same, Shanna Lee Moore. My phone number, you can call or text is 619-204-5474. And that's 619-204-5474. You can email me at shannaleemore at gmail.com. And just, you know, say hi, my name, you know, I saw you on the podcast or, you know, I watched the Facebook. Maybe a little bit of what I said that maybe stood out to you. So I know, you know, how we want to move forward in our conversation. You know, the first thing I ask people when they send me a Facebook friend request is like, you know, what inspired you to connect with me? And, you know, sometimes... It's, are you married? You know, do you want to date? Like I live in Syria and I'm a doctor and I'm like, no, you're not really a real profile. And then other times like, yeah, I, I, we have this mutual friend or I saw you do this or you said Mm -hmm. this thing. And it's like, that just, you know, helps me get to know you as an outside person. Like I'll tell you, I do not accept friend requests right away because I will have a conversation with you first because my kids are on there and that's my real life. Like my Instagram is open. You can follow me there. That's all, you know, business, inspirational, you know, stuff I'm up to. But my my private life is on Facebook very publicly for my friends. Mm. And I I used to use the term friend, you know, kind of overuse it. It's like there's acquaintances and there's business partners and there's, you know, networking people. But to, to really get that glimpse into how someone is living. And I know we put the mostly good stuff on social media, but 
that's what those individual conversations are for. You know, you want to ask me something, I'm always going to be honest. Like I don't have enough time left to sugarcoat and lie and like take six months for someone to get to know what I'm really up to. Like, I want to go, I want to go fast. I want to go, I want to go with my friends. Like, just like, let's get it done. So let's do it. I have a rock. It says do it. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll figure it out. She's like, stop figuring it out. Just go do it. <laughs> yeah. Cause oftentimes it's, it's that analysis paralysis. It's overthinking. I think that's what a lot of people struggle with in living their dreams, just doing what they love more too, doing what they're passionate about being, putting boundaries in place. Sometimes those are like really tough, tough conversations to have. Right. And so it's being willing to do that makes such a big difference for us in our in our fulfillment in life. Um, so I, I really love this, Shanna. Is there anything else that you, you have coming up in this year that you're really excited about or just that you want to drive home that's important for you? Yeah. So really working to expand my reach and the people I work with. I am going to be um, writing some books uh, with people and also on my own. So that's a little bit for your authoring, you know, part. Yes. Uh, but yeah, just, oh, it's so good. Life is so good. Mm. And if you're sad or you're depressed or you think that life is not so good, just know that there are people that you can reach out to that actually care and can help with that. And sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm always there for everybody else and no one was there for me. And there are people that they feel that same way. And Mm. you shouldn't have to ever feel like you're going through life alone because there's however many billions of people on this planet. And we were designed, like you said, you know, that the babies need that hug and the connection. Like we were designed to connect and to have fellowship with each other and to encourage, uplift and empower one another. And that's what it's really all about. Like to share from your heart Mm. and really just do good. Like even, you know, love is the greatest commandment. It's, it's a common denominator. Most like everybody understands what love is. You have love for your parents, love for your kids, love for your pets, you know? So just do everything out of love. Hmm. Like, that's my first thing. Like, is this loving? Would this, how would this make me feel if someone did to or with or for me? And it's just, it's so sweet when you get into that spot yeah i love it shanna gold 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 uh i want people to stay connected with you so again they can send you an email shanna lee more at gmail.com 619-204-5474 i also put you in the comments jessica has been commenting a, a storm out there love you jess who said i sent you a friend request and a personal message because hashtag real relationships and uh, there's some other comments in there so go check that out shanna and thank you so much for being here and shining your light with us being our greatest possible selves together i appreciate you thank you awesome have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you soon okay all right from the bottom of my heart thank you for tuning in right now we've reached the end of this episode But this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, 
wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life? What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever.